Hey friends, does your church need resources in order to meet people in their pain and trauma? Okay, stop what you're doing for just a second if that's the case. I know you're probably multitasking, doing something else while you're listening to this podcast, but especially if you're a pastor or church leader, listen in. At Nothing Is Wasted Ministries, we are passionate about helping people heal. But the only thing that we might be more passionate about is helping your church become an environment where people can heal, which is why we offer our Pain to Purpose course for churches. With the Pain to Purpose course for churches, you will get everything you need to facilitate a proven pathway to lead people through trauma and grief and get them back on mission. What you may or may not realize is that unaddressed trauma is holding back an overwhelming amount of people in your church and keeping them from fully walking in their purpose. And I know you want to unleash people on mission, but they can't because they haven't healed from their trauma. Now, the Pain to Purpose course gives your church body the tools it needs to identify and unpack trauma in a safe environment and apply sound scriptural principles to their pain for the purpose of moving through it. Now, imagine doing all of this within your spiritual community. What makes this course so unique is that Pain to Purpose offers a broader, more holistic approach to addressing the common denominators of pain, no matter what the specifics may be. With the Pain to Purpose course, your church will have all the tools it needs to, to start helping people in their journey from pain to purpose right now. If you're ready to see healing take place within the walls of your church, connect with us today and let us show you how the Pain to Purpose course may be the resource that you've been missing. You can learn more by visiting nothingiswasted.com slash churches. Again, that's nothingiswasted.com slash churches. Right there, you can learn more and you can sign up for one of our demo calls. I'd love to connect with you personally on one of those calls. People are hurting and we as the church should be the first place that they can find the tools they need to move from pain to purpose. Let's have a conversation about how we can help your church do just that. Connect with us today at nothingiswasted.com slash churches. Again, nothingiswasted.com slash churches to find out how. Welcome to the Nothing Is Wasted podcast, where we believe that no matter what you've gone through in life, God is inviting you to partner with Him to take back your story. On this podcast, we have inspiring conversations with people who are doing just that. And now, your hosts... Davy Blackburn and Aubrey Sampson. Hello and welcome to the Nothing Is Wasted podcast. My name is Davy. I am one of your hosts, and I want to thank you for joining us on this special episode. I want to go ahead and apologize out of the gate. I have no idea what happened over the past couple of days, but for some reason, I woke up this morning and I could like barely talk. I have like voice issues going on. I don't know what the deal is, which is not a good thing because you know this is. I kind of have to use my voice for a lot of what I do. So, uh, man, be in prayer for me for that. But, um, man, I'm just so excited. Happy New Year. I'm so excited to be joining you right now. Hope in your headphones. The very first episode of 2023 for the Nothing Is Wasted podcast. This is just, man, what a special time over the past couple of weeks. One, to be able to give our team off a little bit of time. Um, I'm so sorry that... We didn't have podcast episodes released over the past couple of weeks. Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm really glad that we were able to give our t- team some time off. We've been able to regroup a little bit, think forward into the future of Nothing is Wasted Ministries. And 
Just ask God this question, God, what do you have for us and what do you have for this ministry? And really spend some time thinking about that and listening to God. Um, I think it's extremely important, especially in our day and age where we have so many distractions. Man, it's extremely important to step back, take some time, and just listen to God. Just listen. I don't I don't think it, you know, a lot of people are like, why isn't God speaking anymore? You know, he used to speak to individuals in the Bible, and I wish I could hear God the way that he spoke to them. Um, you know, it's not that God's not speaking anymore. I think it's that we just aren't stepping back and posturing ourselves to listen. God always speaks in the space, you know. C.S. Lewis says that he whispers to us in our conscience, um, and that he shouts to us in our pain. It's actually pain that is kind of getting our attention. And uh, so so there are times that God's going to speak to us loud and clear. And those are usually instances of pain, pain where, whether it's pain that we brought on ourselves, you know, due to some decisions and we're bearing the consequences of those decisions, the unnecessary pain or avoidable pain, as we call it, or it's pain that is unavoidable, pain that's just part of the fallout of this broken world, and, and we're caught up in the wake of that. Whatever it is, God's going to speak to us in our pain, and and you're listening to this podcast because, <clears throat> excuse me, you're walking through, or you know someone who's walking through some kind of pain, and so now is a better time than any to posture yourselves, to um, to just to just step back and listen. Let me re-quote C.S. Lewis right there because I actually quoted him wrong. It says he, his quote is, he whispers to us in our pleasures. He speaks to us through our conscience and he shouts to us in our pain. And so there are times that we're on mountaintop experiences in life. And those are the times where it's very difficult to hear from God, interestingly enough, because God's voice is a whisper. It's a still small voice. And so we have to be extra intentional when we're not in the middle of the valley to step back and, and really create space to listen. And then he's going to speak to us through our conscience. We have to we have to learn what it looks like to develop an ear, to, to attune our ear to the voice of the Holy Spirit in our conscience. You know, I just, Christy and I just spent this past week switching our cell phone carriers. Um, we used to be part of a service uh, called Crawl, <coughs> excuse me, Sprint. <laughs> That's a really bad joke right there, but it really did feel like that we just never had service and, you know, Sprint moved over to T-Mobile and I'm not hating on Sprint users or T-Mobile users or even T-Mobile. And I don't get any, we're, there's no advertisements for anything like this, but I've been, we've been a Sprint user for a long time. We've been very, um, just displeased with it. And, you know, I just felt like, and Christy and I talked, we were like, we just need to switch our carriers. We're not getting good service. We need to switch our carriers. So we switched over to Verizon. We'll see how that plays out. For us, actually, on the the release of this episode is our first day with Verizon. So maybe you Verizon users out there, you can give me a a shout out. But I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about men. Maybe maybe you need to switch your carrier. You're not hearing from God. Maybe you need to switch your carrier. Maybe you need to do the things, facilitate the things in your life that foster hearing from God. This year, maybe reading the Bible, spending extra time in prayer, in silence and solitude, listening to God, creating margin, uh, eliminating distractions, distractions of uh, streaming entertainment and social media and whatever it is. 
you know, I'm, I'm kind of just going off the cuff right now. This is not what I had planned to talk about, but maybe this is of the Holy Spirit. Over the next 21 days, starting this coming Sunday, the I'm sorry, this coming Monday, the um, the 9th of January, I'm going to be participating in a 21 day of prayer and fasting. I haven't yet decided what I'm going to be fasting from. But the whole point of that is to be able to just spend some time at the beginning of this year praying first and and listening to God and just listening to what he might have to say. I know there's a lot of things that I'm really praying through, a lot of areas of my life and our family and, um, you know, of our ministry that I'm asking God for breakthrough. And and I'm, I guarantee that that breakthrough is going to be the precursor to that is going to be something that God speaks to me about, about an adjustment I need to make, about something I need to do differently. And that in doing that, I can facilitate God's presence and and and, and hold whatever adjustment or um, uh, you know breakthrough or miracle that God wants to bring into my life. And so, <clears throat> anyways, that's a kind of a rambling about that. But maybe you got to switch your carrier. Maybe this year, think about how do I switch my carrier so I can listen to God's voice. And um, and so we've just taken some time over the past couple of months, past couple of weeks to really posture ourselves to hear from God. And that's because we want to be able to have a vision for this ministry. That's what this whole episode is about. It's about making sure that we are aligning ourselves with God's vision for this ministry. You know, this ministry was not my idea. It was not our team's idea. It was God's idea. And a lot of times God shifts us into spaces in life and and, and we're like, okay, God, it's, we're relying on you. It's all up to you. This is your idea. And then at some point in the process, we go, okay, I got this, God. I can take it from here. And um, man, I feel like that I've done that so many times in my life. And so it's you have to be very intentional to step back and go, okay, God, this was your idea. This is your ministry. What's your vision for this ministry? What's your vision for my life? And so, my, you know, I want to challenge you as you go into 2023, ask yourself, what is what God, what it, what are you doing in my life? What's your vision for my life? You know, it's um, it's often difficult to have vision when you're in the throes of of pain. You know, you've just experienced some kind of trauma, some loss, some tragedy, some grief, and you're just trying to survive. Like everything about the way you're you're you are constructed and wired, the way God built you is to is to survive in those moments. Right? This is a grace and a gift from God where. Everything flips over from our prefrontal cortex, which is the thoughtful, discerning, reasonable, rational side of our brain, flips back to our limbic system, where that's our, our fight or flight mode, our survival mode. And when we are in those spaces, it's it's so difficult to have a clear, forward-thinking vision for our life. And so we just kind of react and impulsively or or out of some kind of pain or wounding, we react to life and Many of you guys may find yourself in that space right now. And so I just want to, I want to, I want to challenge you. Let's pause. Let's pause right now and, and let's ask God, what is the vision that you have for my life? Proverbs 29 says, without vision, the people perish. Another translation says, cast off restraint, which means the disciplines or the rhythms that we build into our lives that require restraint, right? Which by the way, can I just unpack that one for a second? Restraint. Restraint. This is one of the defining markers of God and his people is we know when to say that's enough. I I heard this on uh, the Bayma podcast by Marty Solomon. Incredible podcast. If you're looking for something to really stir you up this year, 
listen to the Baymont podcast. I can't say that I agree with every single thing that he talks about, but man, I'll tell you, he has opened my eyes up to scripture in so many ways by looking at scripture through the lens of an Eastern uh, mindset, not just a Western perspective that we have, but an Eastern mindset. The Bible is written by Eastern mindsets, by Eastern people to an Eastern people. And so we have to look at it through that lens. And so one of the things he says is even in the creation process, we see that God created in six days and he did not create on the seventh. He actually rested on the seventh, which means God said, okay, I'm going to put things into order. And then I'm going to step back because I know when to say that's enough. That's enough. It, It is good. And we have appetites and we have desires and we have these things as, as human nature that we, one of the biggest pitfalls of human nature is we don't know how to say that's enough. We don't know how to take things in moderation. We don't know how to take things and just say, you know what? That's enough. I can, I can rest. I can step back and I can rest. So whether that's in work or whether that's an addiction, I mean, whether, whether it's an inherently good thing or whether it's something that is actually devastating and destructive to you. One of the things, the critical pieces of being a a person of God, being someone with God's spirit, being a carrier of God's presence in this world, being a, a royal priesthood, as scripture calls it, is that we know when to say that's enough. And we build our lives with these rhythms, these disciplines to facilitate an impact, right? A king, a kingdom coming to this earth. And scripture, Proverbs 29 says that without vision, we're going to cast off that restraint because vision keeps us tethered to the kingdom, keeps us tethered to the mission, the purpose in this life. And so we talk about this all the time and nothing is wasted, that in order to walk through pain well, we have to be tethered to a purpose. We have to move from pain to purpose. You know, um, this is something I experienced anecdotally in my own healing journey, something I heard from other people as we started this podcast that, man, everybody who healed well, they were able to partner with God to turn their pain around into purpose. And purpose is also something that propelled them through their healing journey. That without purpose, we end up finding ourselves in states of hopelessness. And without vision, we can't grab hold of that purpose. And, um, you know, and so, so I want to talk about vision for a little bit. Vision can be very difficult. It can feel so uh, elusive when you are in the midst of your mire, in the midst of your pain, in the midst of your hurt, in the midst of your wounding. Um, vision is defined as this, the ability to think about or plan the future with imagination or wisdom. It's a mental image of what the future will or could be like. And the reason I've been thinking about this a lot is because I feel like in this season of our ministry, in the season of our lives, this is the first time God has begun to download in me and in our family kind of a five to 10 year vision for our family. And, 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 and this is the first time he's begun to download in me and in our team kind of a five to 10 year vision for our team, for our ministry. And so, you know, this is, this is something that it's, I feel like it's at a very critical juncture of my own journey, you know. Many of you guys have been following our journey. You know that in 2015, I lost my wife tragically um, to a murder in our home, and uh, lost my. We lost our unborn um, child as well. And uh, Weston was 15 months old at the time, and he survived. And I came home and found my late wife Amanda. And um, and it has been now s- seven years since that has happened, and just. This past September, we 
closed a chapter. We got some closure in that when everything went to trial. And so, you know, you can go back and listen to my reflections on the trial. You can go back to listen into other episodes that we've, that we've previous release, previously released on that. I don't want to spend time on that. But I do want to say that I, I, I see it as kind of an intentional thing that seven years later now, this like number of completion, this number of uh, kind of perfect closure, now God's beginning to birth a new vision inside of us as a family, inside of us as a ministry. And so um, there's some things we're really excited about coming down the pike in, in 2023, some things I'm going to share with you right here on this episode. Um, but, I, but I really want to set the lens for this to just help you remember God's got a vision for your life. And when you tap into that vision, when you plug into that vision, man, it's going to take you on an adventure and a journey that you never would have set out for yourself. You never would have predicted that could have come, come to fruition. It's going to be both more tumultuous and more chaotic, but also more fulfilling and more fruitful and more rewarding than anything you could scheme up for or imagine yourself. Ephesians 3.20 says, to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine, according to his power at work within us. And so that's the kind of vision God has for your life. It's the kind of vision he has for your healing journey. It's the kind of vision he has for even your pain and he wants to reverse that, turn that around and turn it into this glorious purpose. And, um, and so vision, right? It's, the, it's this idea, this image, what, what, you know, kind of an imagination, what the future could hold. Now, here's the thing I'm learning about this is that we often have a dream or an idea, almost like prophetically, we can get kind of this, this, this insight into what our future might have for us. It's like this deep deposit, the Lord plants inside of us and we have this dream but like the journey to that eventually coming to fruition is often marked with a lot of twists and turns and a lot of detours i mean you look at joseph who had this god-given dream of his brothers his mother and his father bowing down to him okay this was not this was not something that it this wasn't fostered or manufactured by him out of narcissism or out of any kind of like arrogance however he he began to talk about this out of, at, at the very least, a naivety, at, at probably more likely out of a, a, an arrogance, a pride, a narcissism, where the world seemed to be about him in his own eyes. And he elevated himself in his own eyes. And so God took him on this character journey over the next, some scholars say 13 years, some say 15 years. Either way, between 13 and 15 years, God took him on a character journey to make sure that his character could support the vision that God had planted into his life. And so his journey was marked with a lot of delays, a lot of detours, a lot of moments that could be very discouraging. And yet Joseph saw the fulfillment of that dream where he was elevated in a moment. He was elevated from prison to the right hand of Pharaoh, where, where God uses this iconic verse in Genesis chapter 50. God uses what the enemy or what his brothers meant for evil and turns it around for good and for the saving of many lives. And Joseph is used as an instrument right there to save so many people, so many of God's people. But it was after this long journey where his character was getting refined. And the reason is, is because, man, I've heard, I think I heard Christine Kane say this the first time, that when, when you get exposed to the light, when you get kind of elevated, if the light shining on you is greater than the light shining within you, it will destroy you. 
Hey friend, tens of thousands of people receive hope through their headphones each week by listening to the Nothing Is Wasted podcast. But we know as well as most people that healing doesn't happen simply by listening to inspiring stories. In fact, you have to engage in deeper relational community with like-minded people who are also struggling through the journey. And you have to apply the practical tools and truths that you're learning from those who have gone before you. I mean, Jesus said this in Matthew chapter 7. He said, those who listen to my words and put them into practice will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The storms will come, but the, but the house won't fall. It's information plus application that leads to transformation, which is why we've created the Nothing Is Wasted Community Plus platform, an ecosystem of content that you can consume through the power of targeted community. Never again will you have to say that no one understands what you're going through, because through Community Plus, we're bringing you both the people who quote unquote get it and the content that will help you journey through it. For just $20 a month or $200 a year with your Community Plus membership, you'll receive access to our extensive library of bonus content, including bonus podcast episodes and on-demand mini courses, access to all of our curated pathways in their entirety, on-demand replay access to all exclusive events, masterclasses, live coaching, webinars, immediate access to the Position for Redemption mini course, which is normally $97, discounts on all Nothing Is Wasted products, events, and coaching. And if you choose the annual plan, you get two months for free. Now, here's the deal. What's even better is that since Nothing Is Wasted Ministries is a nonprofit organization, Community Plus membership is tax deductible. That's right. We'll send you a statement at the end of the year, and you can report that on your taxes. I believe Community Plus will be such a helpful tool for you in your pain to purpose journey that I want to give you a seven-day trial for free by signing up today at nothingiswasted.com slash community plus. If you're ready to partner with God to take back your story, get the resources you need to help along the way. Through encouragement and practical steps, the Community Plus platform is what you are looking for in navigating your pain to purpose journey. Go to nothingiswasted.com slash community plus and sign up now. Join others who are finding hope and healing. And so often God will plant these visions inside of us, this this vision for 2023, this vision for the next five years, 10 years, the vision for your life, this calling or assignment that God has for your life. He'll plant it deep inside of you, but then that road is marked with all kinds of detours. I mean, I, I would have never been able to tell you when we moved to Indianapolis in 2011, when we planted Resonate Church, that in 2015, my home would be broken into, that Amanda would be killed that Evie would be killed, and that two, three years later, three years later, um, we would be we would be shutting the church down. I could have never predicted that, and yet God planted something inside of me this deep vision to help people, to awaken people to the purpose that He has for their life, to to bring them into relationship with Him, and man, that that is happening. It's being fulfilled right now. You're you're you are. Uh, an audience, some of you a, um, um, you know, recipient of that. Some of you are, uh, you know, you have been, you have been impacted by the vision that God plants in me years and years and years ago, but it's, it's fleshing out and looking way different than what I could ever have uh, imagined it to look like. And, and that pain has marked me and I would hope that it's humbled me. I would hope that it has refined me. 
that has changed me quite a bit. I know I have a long ways to go. Um, but my point is, is that the vision that God gives you and brings into your life is, is a good thing. But you have to posture yourself and listen to God so that you know, is this from God? Is this from God? And when you know it's from God, you hang on to that. And no matter how the journey may take you, um, trust that he is carrying you into that vision. You know, one of the, one of the Proverbs that has stuck with me is Proverbs 16, 9. And it's, you know, the heart of a man plans his way. Um, but the Lord establishes his steps. You know, we can plan and we can think through. And some of you are creating resolutions and you're creating goals. And listen, I am goal oriented. I am, I am growth minded. Like that, that's my MO as well. And so I, of course I'm laying out things that I want to see happen in this next quarter, this next year on my own personal kind of goal sheet. But at the end of the day, I can plan all of that, but the Lord's going to direct your steps. And, and, and the wonderful thing about that is that God is a much better healer than you could ever be. He's a much better comforter than you could ever be. He's a much better avenger than you could ever be. He is, he is a, a much better accomplisher than you could ever be. He's a much better establisher than you could ever be. And so you can have these goals and these dreams and these visions for that. But, but, the the challenge is going to be for you to learn how to discern and walk in the tension between having a locus of control and surrendering to God's plan. I think that that might be one of the most difficult tensions to manage, especially when dealing with trauma, tragedy, and major life transitions. How do I take hold of the things that God has given me, God-given agency of, a locus of control, right? Part of healing, part of stepping out of that limbic system response and stepping into a more prefrontal cortex response, part of rewiring certain synapses in your brain and being transformed by the renewing of your mind, as Scripture tells us in Romans 12. Part of that is understanding where where have I been given God-given agency, empowered by the Holy Spirit, that I can do something about this situation. I can partner with God to take back my story. And yet, that's a partnership with God. And there are certain aspects of this that I have to surrender to Him. And I have to just let go and let Him take me by the hand and lead me through the valley and on into purpose. And um, that's going to be a major tension for the rest of our lives, guys, that we're going to wrestle with. Trauma, tragedy, major life transition, it brings a new onset of that. It brings a new wrestling, a new level of sanctification with the Lord in that. But that's something that God's really teaching me right now. Um, I would have never imagined that things would have gone the way that they've gone in my life. And yet, all I can do is be like the disciples in John chapter six. When Jesus looks at him and says, are you not going to walk away too? And we go, where are we going to go? Lord, you have the words of life. And so no matter how difficult it gets, I'm going to cling to you. I'm going to hold fast to you. I'm going to trust you. Although this isn't working out the way that I thought it was going to work out, although this isn't panning out the way I thought it was going to pan out, although this doesn't seem like it lines up with what you planted and deposited in my heart, 
I'm going to trust you with this because you, your ways are perfect. Your ways are higher than my ways. And um, I'm going to hold fast to you. Uh, you know, one of the things that's really prompted this, God's really been using this in me, is uh, I'll, I'll share this update with you. Now that the trial is over, many of you guys know that the release of Nothing is Wasted, my book, um, has been pending because of the trial. Back at, um, in the beginning of 2017, I turned in a manuscript for a book. And I can't just, I mean, I could tell you the whole journey, but it is, I, I would never have thought up for myself to write a book that early in my healing journey. I've never thought it up. In fact, people suggested it and I said, no, you know, um, I think maybe at some point when I'm kind of all healed from this and beyond this and past this, I'll look back in retrospect and I'll write some thoughts on all this. And I would love to write a book at some point. One, it's not the book that I ever wanted to write. Um, but you know, God's plans are different than our plans. And so through some very prominent voices, I'm not going to sit here and say who they were. I'm not going to, you know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know threes have a tendency to name drop. So I'm going to refrain and restrain from that. But there's some very prominent voices, some very influential voices. They spoke to me and said, you need to write this now. And they opened up the doors and they helped me find an agent. And that agent helped me sign with a publisher. And um, we turned in the manuscript of Nothing is Wasted in 2017. And um, that publisher has been with me for the last seven years of this world, five years of this journey. And as soon as the trial was over back in September, I reached back out to my agent. We reached back out to the publisher to say, okay, let's get this going. And we've had multiple connections with them all the way, all the way up through this. So it's not like, you know, five years later, we reached back out and we, you know, we've had multiple like, okay, let's get things, you know, cranked up and ready to release. And because here's the trial schedule and then the trial gets pushed, you know, so there's been ongoing stuff happening with that. Um, all the while they've been like, Hey, we're ready. Let's do this. Whenever you're ready, we're, we're, we're here to wait with you on it. After this trial in September, the word came back from our publisher that um, there's been so much transition for them at their publishing house since COVID, um, since since some of the things that have happened around political conversations and all this stuff uh, coming out of COVID that they've really restructured a lot of things and they are not prepared to release my book. Um, they don't believe that they're the publisher for me. I'm not going to go as far as to say they didn't. They 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 essentially led us to believe that they're not doing Christian distribution anymore, or they don't have the means or the channels to do it the way they used to. I know they folded some of their Christian divisions in, and um, so man, that was just like a major curveball. You know, here we are and ready to kind of step into the next season uh, in releasing this book, and it was like okay, we don't have a publisher anymore. Now they were very gracious. <clears throat> you know, they, part of publishing is you sign contracts. Um, they usually disperse uh, like advance payments. Um, and then, you know, if you do something to mess up that contract, then you are liable for those payments. They, they literally just cleared the contract. They're like, listen, we're just going to release you from this, we're not going to require anything from you. This is our fault. This is not your fault. We want to release the rights so you can go shop for another publisher. Now, you can we can look at things. When we look at life, we can choose to look at it through a good eye or a bad eye. And a good eye says, 
whatever's happening, whatever like detours or, or rejections or like uh, without sounding cliche, God's up to something. This isn't going the way I had planned it. And so God, what are you up to? How do we, how do I listen to what you're trying to do in my life right now? What are you trying to teach me? What are you trying to prepare around me? That's looking at things through a good eye, right? And so to sound, you know, if I'm going to borrow the cliche, rejection is actually redirection from God. But you can choose to look at things through that, or you can choose to look at things through a bad eye. And a bad eye says that everyone's out to get me. I'm a victim of circumstances. This is, you know, and you begin to do what Martin Seligman says, and we talk about the pain of purpose course, you begin to adopt these like ideas of permanence, pervasiveness, and personal uh, natures to this. And so that that can implode on itself, right? That That's looking at things through a bad eye. Jesus said, the eye is the lamp to the body. The rabbis would teach Jesus is trying to help us say, hey, let's look at things through a good eye, right? Because that's going to inform everything else about us. It's going to inform our level of peace or our level of anxiety, our level of fear or our level of trust, right? And so if we're operating as Jesus people, man, what God's been teaching me is like we operate in trust. God, you're up to something. What are you up to? So let me open my hands up and surrender here because I'm out of control in this. I, I There's nothing I can do about this. And as we begin to look at things through a good eye, we begin to go, well, there could be some real advantages to this. I'm praying that we find another publisher. If anybody wants to help us with that, we would take all the help that we can get. My agent is looking and shopping around and we're, we're starting to have some conversations. Some publishers are interested. But there's a couple of things that are not part of the Nothing is Wasted manuscript as it was set originally with the old publisher. Um, there is nothing about Christie in that book. Um, interestingly enough, I heard, you know, many of you guys know this really crazy God element to how Christie and I began dating or how we first, you know, how I first really drew interest in her is um, her stepdad is one of the chaplains for Marion County prison. And at the time that I had a really big conversation with her, with her about her stepdad, um, she informed me that he had been assigned to the three guys that killed Amanda. He was visiting the, the prison and, and ministering to them, sharing the gospel with them. And that was my first major conversation with Christy. Interestingly enough, that conversation happened at the same week in January of 2017 that I turned in the manuscript to my book. So, so we're looking at this going, okay, there's so much, I finished this manuscript basically saying, I know nothing is wasted, but I, I don't have any like physical, tangible, material, earthly evidence to show you anything about God starting to put some pieces back together in my story or redeeming this. So there's nothing about that. There's nothing about the transition from pastoring Resonate Church to doing nothing is wasted full time. There's nothing about the trial or about any of the interactions that I've had with the three men. And so um, right now what I'm doing is this week, I'm actually tasked with finishing up the manuscript and we're presenting it to publishers and they're presenting it to their pub boards. And so be in prayer for that. Um, but that's a, an example of like, I would never have told you one that I would have written a book that early on. And then now that it, the kind of the rug was pulled out from under me and I mean, so many of you are asking, I'm just going to be honest with you on our journey in this. I don't know what God's doing in it. I'm trusting and praying and believing that God's doing something um, significant that's going to lead to a lot of impact in helping you and helping other people find purpose out of their pain. Um, so so I think I think really, you know, that when it comes to 
getting vision. And then as we're receiving things coming into our life, as we're going about planning for that vision, we always have to be willing, pliable, adaptable to pivot according to the doors that God opens up and the doors he shuts and the windows he opens up and the windows he shuts. And and so man, man will plan his course, but the Lord establishes his steps. And he's so much better at establishing a beautiful story within our journey. So, uh, man, that was 30 minutes of preface in a lot of ways. I hope, hopefully that was something that you just, you took, um, that, that was valuable to you. But I want to share with you some of the really exciting things we have coming down the pike this, this new year. We are actually, um, you know, you may notice that we're going to start inviting some, some guests on who would be considered kind of experts in the field in a lot of ways. We've been up until this point, largely been interviewing people who have had really just powerful stories of pain stories of how, you know, they've gone through trauma, tragedy, major life transition, and God has shown up in big ways. And we're going to continue to do that. Nothing is wasted is going to continue. The podcast is going to continue to do that, but we're also going to start bringing in some other voices uh, who are kind of experts in the field to help equip you, to help empower you. Um, because some of you are in that place where you're like, okay, I've, I'm, I'm hearing stories. I'm inspired revelation 12, right? We, you know, we, um, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. That's how we overcome. And so I'm inspired by that, but I also want to know what are some nuts and bolts. And so we're going to be bringing on some conversations with experts in the field of trauma, of parenting, um, uh, of, you know, um, some marriage, um, you know, career, like all kinds of different areas that we know trauma, tragedy, major life transition effects to help you. Enneagram, <laughs> some of those things to help you as you're navigating this. Um, as well as the unique stories of of hope and healing. Some of the guests that we're m- most immediately going to be bringing on that I'm really excited about. Adam Young, really excited about that episode. Beth Moore, the Beth Moore. Aubrey and I both interviewed her. Unbelievable interview. Can't wait to share that with you. Um, David Thomas, uh, wonderful counselor. Uh, wow, that I just said that that's when I said wonderful counselor, that's Jesus right there. Right. But um, he's a wonderful, he's an amazing counselor. He's stationed out of Nashville. And that was just such a life giving conversation, especially around um, helping kids through trauma. Uh, we're bringing Lisa Turkhurst back on for a third time. She's the only guest we've ever brought back on for a third time to talk to her. She's a great friend of the ministry. And um, Josh and Christy Straub from famous at home was really just thrilled to have that conversation with them and just a kind of a new kindred spirit and friends of the ministry. And um, so, so those are some, we're just excited about some of these episodes that are coming down the pike that we're um, going to be bringing to you. There's so much more that we're bringing to you, but I want you to know there's going to, you're going to see a little bit of a shift in that. Um, nothing super significant. Believe me, we're going to continue to do so many of these amazing stories, but we also want to make sure we're, we're bringing in, we're kind of sprinkling in just some very helpful and resourceful episodes for you as well. Hey friend, I want to share with you one of my absolute favorite resources from Nothing Is Wasted Ministries. It's the Pain to Purpose 42-Day Devotional. This devotional is a beautiful 42-day journey through life's valleys with biblically-based encouragement to help you or someone you love navigate the difficulties of life. Each week, you'll learn from the journey of a major character in Scripture and be able to reflect on how that impacts your own story and whatever you're facing. From Job to David, Ruth to Jesus himself, you'll see how God has taken the most dire of circumstances 
and brought healing and redemption from the ashes. This devotional makes a great gift for the person who is walking through a recent loss or trauma or who carries the wounds from pain in their past. It's something that you can keep on hand to give to someone who is experiencing any kind of pain point, and it's a great addition to your daily time with the Lord. For just $25, you can get one for yourself or gift it to a friend. For our Nothing Is Wasted podcast listeners, we want to offer you 20% off your entire order of the devotional, whether it's one or whether it's 20, using the coupon code PODCAST. Again, 20% off your entire order of devotionals using the coupon code PODCAST. Grab a copy today of the Pain to Purpose 42-Day Devotional at nothingiswasted.com slash devo, D-E-V-O, nothingiswasted.com slash devo. Be encouraged by it yourself or encourage someone else in their journey through life's valleys. Again, nothingiswasted.com slash devo. We're also continuing to bring in 2023 some great resources that are going to help you on your journey, including master classes. Some of the master classes we have planned is finding purpose in your pain. So like we're going to focus on a master class on purpose. What does that look like? How do you craft that? How do you curate that? How do you discover that? Divorce. Um, where is God in our suffering? And then walking through church abuse, as well as many other master classes that we have planned for this year. I think that we have eight master classes planned this year, um, which is I'm excited for those. We're going to be releasing more curated pathways, which is our effort to aggregate and curate like resources. And so, for instance, we've released curated pathways from sexual betrayal. We've released curated pathways for widowhood, for grief, for childhood trauma. We're going to be releasing curated pathways for adoption and fostering, for uh, divorce, for pregnancy. uh, I'm sorry, pregnancy loss, cancer care and cancer and more. Um, So I'm excited about those curated pathways that are coming down the pike as well. Um, Also, we're going to be releasing some mini courses one mini course I'm particularly excited about is um, one for for those kind of first moments that your life is is changed forever. You know, those first moments of loss, those first moments of grief. Um, you know, pain to purpose. The course has been built for someone who is probably three six months kind of into their journey. Um, once you finally, your head kind of gets up above the waves that are crashing over you and you're like, okay, how do I begin to sort through some of this stuff? But we, we realize we want to give, we want to bring a resource one for you to refer to your friends, for you to be able to gift to your friends immediately when, when they experience loss, when they experience hardship, trial, trauma. And, uh, that's going to be called when everything changes, navigating the early days of loss, trauma, and tragedy. And I'm really excited about that mini course. Um, We're also going to release some more resources to help you walk alongside friends of yours that are hurting. We've had so many people have asked over the past couple of years, hey, what resources do you have that I can refer to my friend almost immediately? We're going to release some of those as well. Um, All of those things I just mentioned, those can be accessed in our Community Plus membership for only $20 a month or $200 a year. Now, huge, huge shift in fact, we're honoring this in 2022. Those who were Community Plus members in 2022, we're honoring this. So you're going to receive a statement that is a uh, in the mail that is a tax-deductible contribution statement because we've just 
found from our, our, our accountants that we've figured out a way where our community plus membership can be done through ta- as tax deductible donations. So you can become a community plus member by making a donation of $20 a month or more or a donation of $200 a year or more. So that is huge. And so we'll share more with you on how that actually, how you can actually do that right now. It's just joining the community plus, right? So if you're like, Hey, $20 a month, I want to donate to nothing is wasted ministries, whether or not I access their resources. This is a great way for for you to partner with us as we're partnering, uh, as we're helping other people partner with God to take back their story. But as a bonus with those donations, you receive access to everything that we do uh, through the community plus membership. So all those things, the master classes, the live coaching, the curated pathways, the mini courses, all the things that we release. On top of all these things, we're also this year going to be um, bringing, bringing you more ways that, um, that you can connect through pain to purpose at your church. One of the things I'm really excited about is the doors that God is opening up for us in local churches. We have just stepped into partnership with a couple of church networks to really that are really opening doors up for us to get pain to purpose in a church. The 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 hope and the dream that we would have is that pain to purpose becomes a a staple across the world that churches know, hey, if we want to if we want to facilitate environments that can help people unpack their pain and begin to experience healing, pain to purpose is how we do it. And um, so we're going to be doing some things. We're recutting all the pain to purpose courses. Uh, the videos this year. If you've purchased lifetime access to that, or if you're on our church license or whatever, if you've already uh, purchased those access, you get those updates automatically. That's part of your lifetime access and part of your uh, subscription. And so you don't have to worry about that. And But we're super excited about what we're doing to ramp that experience up for local church participants, for participating with that, uh, participating with us on our, you know, on our platform where you can do it as a self-directed study. Pain to purpose is something that we are we are really pushing a lot of our chips in on because we're we've experienced over the past couple of years so many I mean a few thousand people have gone through pain to purpose now and we're hearing so much feedback on how it has helped people navigate their their season of loss and trauma and tragedy and and move through that valley and onto purpose and so um, you definitely want to keep your ears up for that if you're <clears throat> Excuse me, if you're interested in helping us to launch Pain to Purpose at your local church, we're going to be providing ways for you to be able to kind of pilot pilot that in your church, kind of a grassroots movement in your church. Even before your pastor signs on to, you know, as a subscription for it, you know, we want to also just kind of help to equip you to do that. We've got folks who are doing that at different churches right now. We're like, hey, I want to lead Pain to Purpose in my church, but you know, there's so much going on with my pastor and leadership. Can I just start kind of a grassroots movement? Yes. So we've got ways that to do that. Um, you can email us if you've got a question about that, but we also are going to be releasing some stuff to help you with that over the next several months. Um, coaching. We're continuing to really ratchet down our coaching. We have about 30 coaches right now that are certified in different pain points um, that w- will help walk with you. They'll walk with you one-on-one through whatever your pain to purpose journey is. Um, and let me tell you, I think this is probably the most, you know, this in our local church stuff, these are the most impactful things that I'm seeing is when someone goes through pain to purpose, whether it's at a local church level with a group, whether they go through it 
one-on-one with a coach, man, we're just experiencing, like we're seeing just so much life change and so much healing happen there. And, um, and, you know, you've probably heard me share this before, but we kind of stumbled upon this coaching thing. This was something that, again, I would not have been able to write the healing journey for myself, but God brought a, a guy named Todd Erb into my life who was not a pastor. He's not a therapist. He's a, he's a layman at his church. I mean, he's a, he's a strong believer, business owner in our, in our city, but his wife and his daughter were murdered um, a couple years before mine. And, you know, God just connected us. Uh, he came to the funeral. He said, you're not going to remember this, but in a couple of weeks, I'm going to reach back out to you. And, and I want to sit down and, and talk with you because I've been where you are right now. Um, in fact, this is how just providential this connection was with Todd. Um, we, not knowing Todd, not knowing anything really about his story, we buried Amanda in the same uh, the, the same cemetery, the same burial uh, place, uh, on the same row as Todd's wife and daughter. We live in a major metropolitan city. There is no reason other than the providence of God that that would have been the case. There is no reason other than God leading us in that direction. And he was visiting the, the, the graveside of his wife and daughter and noticed the new plot that was being buried. And that was for Amanda Grace. And so God connected us like that. He became a coach to me for a few years <clears throat> as we begin to navigate this whole thing. And, um, and that's why we have coaching, because I want to connect you with, quote unquote, Todd Herbs, that now the Lord has connected us with in the particular area of trauma that you've been experiencing. So, um, you know, nothingiswasted.com, you can find all this information I'm talking to you about, nothingiswasted.com. Coaching is such a big thing. If you feel like you need a coach to walk with you one-on-one. Uh, finally, one of the things I'm so excited about in 2023, I know I've been rambling for a little while, so I'm going to close this down, but um, we're going to Israel. Guys, we're going to Israel at the end of May, June, and we still have spots open for this. Um, I would love, Christine, I would love to invite you to come to Israel with us. Um, this is her first time going. This is my third time going. This is my second time leading a group to go. The first time that I went, it was the most, probably most pivotal, critical juncture of my healing journey. God met me in so many ways that were so personal and intimate to, um, to facilitate healing in my heart. First time that that kind of my my world went started I seeing started seeing color in my world again. It was just black and white up to that point. It was gloomy. It was gray. It was depressing. And then in my experience in Israel, my trip to Israel, God just flooded me with so much healing. And so from that moment, I I said, man, I want to take as many people back to Israel to facilitate those moments for them. So I was able to do it back in <clears throat> 2018. And then, man, since COVID and all that stuff, we just haven't been able to do it. We're going this year. Nothingiswasted.com slash Israel. I would love for you to come. Christy and I would love for you to come and join us in Israel. I think it's going to be such an amazing, amazing experience. We only have 50 spots available. So those, I mean, they're filling up. So you guys need to jump on that right away. You only have to put down a, a deposit right now. You don't have to, to secure your spot. Just put a deposit down, and then you can pay the rest of it later as we get closer to it. But nothingiswaste.com slash Israel, we go through a extremely reputable tour company called um, Faith-Based Expeditions, and I am um, just love them and love our partnership with them. I would love for you to come with us to Israel. So 
that's the end of May, early June. You need to jump on it now. If you're going to go, we got to jump on it now and uh, come, come and join us. It'd be awesome. Um, guys, you know, th- this is, this has been great just to be able to have some time to kind of share with you guys some of the journey that God has us on as a ministry. I want to invite you in on that journey, share it with your friends, continue sharing the podcast with your friends, sharing the resources that we have with your friends. Um, we want to do everything that we can just to help people partner with God to take back their story. And we want to help you discover purpose out of your pain. We want to help you discover purpose out of your pain. Now, I don't want you to think that like vision for your life has to be some big grandiose thing. Like you don't have to start a ministry out of your pain. You don't have to, no, no, no. I want you to think through what are the small, simple steps that I can take right now? Because honestly, God's vision for your life is a, it's a big vision. It's a big vision, but he doesn't, he's not, he's not needing you to wrap your head around that vision right now. He wants you just to take small, simple steps and then, and he'll lead you on that journey. Isaiah 30 says, he'll be a voice whispering in your ear. This is the way walk in it. And, and, and he'll reveal to you over time what it is that he's doing out of this season of pain in your life. But you don't have to manufacture it now. You don't have to Wrap your head around all of it now. You don't have to. In fact, I think it would be daunting, intimidating, and scary, right? You would not walk forward if you knew everything that God had for you in all the best ways, guys, in all the best ways, because he has plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future, no matter what you've gone through, that he takes all things, all things, he works them together for the good of those who love him, who love him, who are called according to his purpose, as Romans 8, 28 tells us. And so, Just take those simple, small steps. Find God, meet with God in the small, sacred, holy moments. And God will do immeasurably more than all you can ask or imagine this year. I promise you that. Let him do this. Let him take this. Let him have control. Let him guide you. Let him walk with you. Um, And and he's going to absolutely blow your mind with what 2023 holds for you. It's going to be trying. It's going to be painful. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be growing. And it's going to be wonderful and beautiful and fruitful and enriching and fulfilling and purposeful. And it's going to bring you hope. So I hope that this conversation, me and you, just me and you, has filled you with hope. We want to help you partner with God to take back your story. We've got so many resources. Nothingiswasted.com. If you're wondering where to start, I am leading a live webinar. Live. I don't even call it a webinar. It's, a, it's like a Zoom call. Like literally, we're going to see your faces. So I mean, you can turn your camera off if you want to. You can join with me. I want to see your faces. Personal Zoom call. I'm leading a personal Zoom call starting this month, every other week, called Five Steps to Taking Back Your Story. You can find out about that at nothingiswasted.com slash start here, okay? Start here. And you can jump on the next call, nothingiswasted.com slash start here, and you can jump on the next call. And um, we want to connect with you. I want to share with you some of my own personal healing journey, some of the things God has taught me, some of the ways that you can get started on your healing journey, or you can move to the next step of your healing journey, Whatever it is, I think it's going to hit everybody, no matter where you're at in your healing journey. Nothingiswaste.com slash start here. 
And of course, we want to thank Sleeping Last for providing all the music for the Nothing Is Wasted podcast. You can download and stream anywhere. You can download and stream music. You can download and stream his music anywhere you download and stream music. Um, and we want to uh, we want to encourage you to like and subscribe. Whether it's on YouTube right here, if this is your mode of consuming this material, or whether it's on Apple Podcasts, would you just would you like it? Would you subscribe it? Would you rate and review? Just give us some feedback. Tell us how this is impacting you. Um, really, we really want to connect with you in that way. And um, and so listen, I'm so excited for 2023, both from a ministry standpoint. I'm excited for you. I believe this is the year, friends. This is the year that you finally shake off some of the some of the old entanglements and strongholds of your past trauma. And you begin to walk in freedom and walk in purpose and walk the plan and the path that God has laid out for you. And your life begins to be impactful to so many. This is the year. This is the year where you find breakthrough. I'm believing it. I'm praying for it. And I'm with you in this journey. I want to invite you to come along this journey with us. Reach out to us if you have any questions. I love you guys. Next week, we are back on schedule as uh, regular releases every week, every Thursday, right here. You know where to find us. And so why don't you go ahead and take a, a listen to this little clip from my conversation with Julie Thomas. Well, it got back to the point where I wanted out, absolutely wanted out. and. Uh, Attempted a couple of times and was unsuccessful, thank God. And I always, always, always wonder why I was spared because it still chokes me up when I think of, you know, some that did leave and then I'm still here. And so I just, nothing but gratefulness to the grace of God and the love of God in that area different plan, I guess, for my life is was charted out, but I want it out. I want it out. I uh, physically attempted, and then I would ask God every single day, take me, just my life is useless here. My kids are better off without me. My family's better off without me. I'm not contributing to family or society. It just started useless was the word that would just come up in front of me every single day 